1941, war rages on the Eastern Front between the invading German forces and the Soviet Union. After a full day of endless gun and tank fire, the German forces settle down for the night, their eyes on the sky in search of incoming enemy aircraft. In the distance, a few engines purr and suddenly stop. A short moment of silence is followed by a whistle in the wind. Then the shriek of incoming bombs before the explosions and obliterations of the structures around them. The Germans are about to meet one of their most hated combat enemies, but it's not who they were expecting. That's where that goes. Bam, bam, bam! <laughs> bam Welcome bam. back to Finest Hours, a podcast where we tell extraordinary stories about extraordinary people. And they're well, fine indeed. Extraordinary stories about ordinary people. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> ordinary people turn into extraordinary people. And that ordinary was people doing extraordinary things. That was Hayden Hansen with a dramatic reading on today's subject. But before we do that, you know who we are, right? <laughs> Intros. This is Hayden Hansen, joined by our executive producer, Skylar Williams. Hello. And Brayden, who's also here. <laughs> it is October 15th, which means we are smack dab in the middle of spooky season. Spooktober! Which, which called for a spooky season special. I wanted to do this a year ago when we first started the podcast. Had someone else in mind three weeks ago when we last recorded, but decided that the timing's perfect and this story is too good to not do it. So here we are finally doing it. The subject of today's story is the Night Witches of the Soviet Union, which, if you're an American, is four scary words. <laughs> <laughs> which is why we chose this episode. As mentioned, today's story takes place in Nazi-occupied Soviet Union. In 1941, Nazi Germany invaded the USSR with over 4.5 million troops making it the largest military invasion in world history. Absolutely wild. <laughs> yeah. So what many people. SSR stand for? Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. Yes, that's it. So the invasion, Operation Barbarossa, took the USSR by surprise because two years earlier, they had signed a non-aggression pact with Nazi Germany prior to the invasion of Poland. And as a result, they were ill-prepared to defend against a German invasion and millions died on the Eastern Front. The death counts are widely disputed, but an estimated eight to 14 million Soviet soldiers died during World War II and millions more civilians also died making the total death count for the Soviet Union around 20 million people. Like you get to a point where it's too hard to comprehend these numbers, but for comparison's sake, about 400,000 U.S. troops died in World War II and about the same number of British troops died during World War II. So like 40 times more Soviet people died during the war. Eastern Front is not a good place to be. 
Now, the war in the Eastern Front saw countless atrocities committed against the people of the Soviet Union. When the USSR was able to properly militarize and mobilize troops to push back against the invading German army, they fought with a fierceness that the Germans had drastically underestimated. <laughs> Your dramatic reading is complete now. You don't need to be so dramatic, but uh, the so Russians are just built different, man. They are. That they are. So to continue this story, we're going to rewind 10 years earlier to a woman named Marina Raskova, known as the Russian Amelia Earhart. She was breaking flying records and developing a name for herself. In one such event, she was attempting to break the world record for the longest flight by a female pilot. The attempted route was a total of 4,010 miles. At the end of the flight, she was unable to locate the airfield due to poor visibility. And because the plane was no longer safe for landing, she decided that she would parachute out of the plane. So she survived 10 days on her own before being discovered by a hunter and making her way back to safety. For this feat, she was awarded with the Hero of the Soviet Union Medal. The first woman to be awarded the medal and one of only three women to be awarded it prior to World War II. She was probably using Apple's map app instead of Google Maps. <laughs> That's why she got confused. Uh, <laughs> and Never we're ask in... Siri for directions. <laughs> and we're in agreement that the hero of the Soviet Union is a great name for a medal. I wish I could win that one. <laughs> <laughs> think anybody's won it recently not in 30 <laughs> years did uh what's his name our boy stanislav pletrov yeah did he win it let's look this is not our first russian subject so if you have not listened i think it was episode four it's one of our first episodes i did stanislav petrov the man who saved the world go back and be sure you listen to that episode because that is a cannot miss episode if you want to know if you would be alive today, yes, listen to that. Literally, episode. or if you should be alive today, I guess I save the world as we know it. Um, it doesn't say here that he won the Hero of the Soviet Union. I think um, he won the Hero of the World Award. Yeah, which is a better <laughs> award anyway, and you know was won many awards from the UN, um, other governing bodies that are not the USSR, which actually tried to cover that up for a long time so they weren't in a rush to award him decorate this man yeah they had to they had to keep it under lock and key go back and listen to episode four so back to marina raskova uh, she began her career as an instructor in the soviet air force and when world war ii broke out campaigned to form an all-female combat regiment Joseph Stalin tasked Raskova with leading the 588th All-Female Combat Regiment in the Soviet Air Force. There were many girls who were interested in becoming pilots, and many already had actually had previous flight experience. So all over the Soviet Union, women were writing to Raskova asking to join up in the fight. You think Joseph Stalin got the hero of the Soviet Union award? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Probably think free. so. We can't get started on Joseph Stalin. <laughs> we can leave it there. We can't. We can't. All of our listeners should be familiar with Joseph Stalin. Joey. Old Joe. Old Uncle Old Joe, Joe Stalin. Old Uncle Joe. Joe. Stalin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people in America in like the 1940s referred to him as like Uncle Joe. 
<laughs> because his relationship with the with Harry Truman and other others campaigning for the presidency was a little questionable. A little friendly. Yeah, people are like a little Russian interference. Too, people are like <laughs> these guys are too buddy buddy with this guy. That never happens today, so we're good. <laughs> no. No, no moving creep, on. <laughs> no more creepy uncles. No more Russian interference. Life is good. Moving on. So these regiments that were formed with all of these women and girls that were writing Marina, they were made entirely of women, including mechanics and other personnel. The girls ranged from 17 to 26 years old, and they were handed down ill-fitting uniforms intended for male soldiers and were issued, this is my favorite part of the whole story, old canvas and plywood planes called PO2s. <clears throat> plywood. Russians make quality stuff. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan of canvas um, for my Janowskis. So yeah. <laughs> great, um, great shoe material. <laughs> shoe material. But they were primarily used for training purposes. They were very outdated. They were poorly made. They were slow. They were small and overall ill-equipped for combat. Many of the girls were too short to reach the foot controls, but had to make do. Each plane was only capable of carrying two bombs at a time and had to fly at dangerously low altitudes, which would be a death sentence when attacking well-fortified German defenses. They were open cockpit planes in Russia in the winter (laughs) (laughs) that had no armor and due to strict weight limits, the girls could not take parachutes on board. Can I ask a question? How effective do you think these would be as kamikaze pilots? Um, not effective, because primarily because they're made of wood. <laughs> it's like um, wet toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, basically, right? Basically, hardly effective at all, unless you're very clever and cunning. Ooh, I thought the Russians were fierce. Marina Raskova was clever and cunning. Are you referring to what the wet toilet paper? You have to be clever and cunning to make it effective. <laughs> to yeah, or to, was that to the to the planes to <laughs> to fashion to fashion what is essentially wet toilet paper into a weapon? You have to be quite clever and cunning. Excellent. It's the wet toilet paper of the skies. <laughs> <laughs> probably became like wet toilet paper if it was ever raining so or snowing (laughs) so because of the mechanical disadvantages of the airplanes the women of the 588th had to fly their bombing missions under the cover of darkness however since the engines from their planes were freakishly loud and would produce a visible flame they would have to cut their engines glide to their targets drop their payloads, and restart their planes before crashing. It reminds me of a great film I once saw. You're not flying, you're falling with style. Toy Story. The silent bombing of the Night Witches reminds you of Toy Story? (laughs) (laughs) They're not really flying, they're just falling, and they're just biding their time until they can start their engines again. And hopefully start them again. Fingers crossed. Gotta have a lot of faith in your mechanics, right? Yeah, what were they uh, like pulling a ripcord like a lawnmower? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's probably a luxury with these plants. I imagine it being sort of like a Ford Model T setup where you got to like crank crank it. it. (laughs) (laughs) 
definitely a possibility. <laughs> and maybe break your wrist <laughs> if you oh, overcrank yeah, it. You know. Nonetheless. What? <laughs> what? The night which is struck again. The night which is struck again. Where's Skylar? <laughs> oh, we lost Skylar. I... <laughs> <laughs> Should we finish the episode without him, or should I text him? I don't know. Is he a casualty? How can we go on without him? I think at this point we can consider him a casualty. All right, moving on. (laughs) We'll continue without Skylar, and he will join us. Now, German, (laughs) that's too funny. Are you dead? You texted him, are you dead? Oh, man. So German soldiers down below would give them the nickname... Noctexan or something of the short sort. Yeah, I want to take a stab. I've been practicing this. I want to take a stab at it. Stab it. Noctexan. Isn't that so hard, that <laughs> sound? Nah. Oh, that was pretty good. I think that was good. That was pretty good. You want to try it again? Our German listeners are probably making fun of us. Oh, that's okay. They would make fun of us whether we spoke German oh, or oh, not. Oh, Skyler has rejoined. <gasps> he lives. Skylar, welcome back. Oh. We were hoping that you weren't a casualty, another almo- casualty of the Night Witches. I almost was. They uh, they came into my room. They uh, tried to turn off my computer and murder me, but to no prevail. They uh, did not appreciate me making fun of them, and so I will no longer be doing that on this episode sauerkraut that's three weeks old that's in your fridge needs to go that's probably what drew them there it, yes it was do you want to take a stab at pronouncing this skylar we've each taken an attempt not texan <laughs> <laughs> not that was texan. my joke that was my joke earlier. not not texan not texan we'll let you continue hayden no. sorry for the disruption no my problem not texan means night witches in german And they named them thus because the whistling sound of the air over the plywood plains was reminiscent of the sound of a witch flying her broom. A sound which would send chills down the Germans' spines. Dude, I love your dramatic (laughs) reading. It's like so good. It's so good. I love it. And as I noted earlier, I love how the Germans know what witches' flying sounds like. Well, obviously, they weren't witches on bicycles, man. Have you, have you <laughs> noticed that, like, everything creepy and scary comes from Germany? Really, though, man? Yeah. Oktoberfest. Like, <laughs> Oktoberfest is great. It's not scary. But, like, all of the childhood, like, scary Hansel stories. And Hansel, Hansel and Gretel. Gretel oh, yeah. Is Krampus. It all comes from Germany. That creepy child awesome. snatcher from Ching Ching yeah. Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, pro- um, he's probably from germany <laughs> what, is, what is it with you and shitty chitty bang bang all the creepy things that you knew as a child yep a lot of, a lot of creepy a lot of creepy things come from german lore including <laughs> witches so anyway um <laughs> <laughs> excellent transition that was yeah. smooth i'm i'm known as the transition king when flying bomb runs they would fly in groups of three where two other planes would act as decoys, drawing enemy fire while the third bombed their target. Because each plane could only carry two bombs, they would fly as much as 15 to 18 raids per night. A night witch plane would take off every three minutes from sunset to sunrise. So the Germans are constantly being 
bombarded with bombs from the Night Witch's plywood and canvas planes. It's very demoralizing. Not the plywood! (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, to that point, over time, the Night Witches became so hated by the Germans that any soldiers who downed a plane piloted by the Night Witches would be awarded the Iron Cross. And that was to help them fight off the vampires. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fight off the the Soviet vampires. (laughs) Little did you know that they had witches and vampires in the Soviet Union. What kind of history class are you taking when they're talking about vampires in World War II? Dude, it's Iron Crosses, man. Vampires be gone. Have you seen that book or the movie Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer? No, no, I've wanted to watch it. Based on a true story. (laughs) Yes. Yes. As Abraham, all vampire stories are based off. Abraham yeah. won the Iron Cross for shooting down a night witch in World War II. Then on to conquer the vampires. <laughs> the bombing raids from the night witches disturbed the Germans psychologically. They were fighting the Soviet infantry forces in the daytime, and it was very hard to get sleep at night during the bombing raids. So they were trying to fight a war in the middle of the Soviet winter without sleep, and that led to some strange suspicions about the night witches. The Germans started spreading rumors among themselves and became convinced that the USSR had somehow altered the women, giving them night vision or supernatural powers, which now that I think about it is not that surprising that they'd believe that with all of like the genetic stuff that they were trying to do back then. <laughs> like, have you heard those crazy stories? Yeah, about German eugenics. Yeah. yeah. Oh, crazy stuff. Of course they believe that. The US did the same thing too, but the Germans took it to the extreme. Well, I mean, we had Captain America, so... Yeah, yeah that's we... right. We got Captain America on our side. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> Raised from the grave by Abraham Lincoln himself. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, we got to do an episode on Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, now, now we're going to do of him? Vampire Slayer, obviously. <laughs> the actual history of Abraham Lincoln. That's true, yes. But I just love how the Germans couldn't handle women beating them and the nazis specifically too right because i mean they loathe the slavic people like they loathe them they couldn't possibly accept the fact that they were getting their butts kicked not only by the slavic people but also by the slavic women but no of course they weren't altered they were just like i mentioned at the top of the show clever and cunning and uh ordinary found a way to outsmart the germans using even their old, dated, hand-me-down, unwanted, crappy equipment. So the Night Witches helped push the Germans all the way back to Berlin and flew their last mission in May of 1945, the final month of the war. The women of the 588th were the most decorated regiment in the Soviet Air Force. 23 would earn the Hero of the Soviet Union medal, They flew over 24,000 combat missions and only lost 30 pilots. So pretty amazing. Once again, we wish we could have the hero of the Soviet Union medal. (laughs) (laughs) But alas, we are American. (laughs) And it's 2020. (laughs) I'd put it on my resume. And that brings us to the end of our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode, this spooky season special on the 
night witches of the Soviet Union. And we'll be back with you in a couple of weeks or a few weeks or a month or however long it takes for us to uh, actually get our crap together and, and record again. So with that, uh, Skylar, why don't you go ahead and close us out? Yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this spooky episode. Um, in the meantime, while we're finding out what what we're going to do for the next episode, follow us on our Instagram at Finest Hours Podcast. And if you have somebody in mind that has done something extraordinary, feel free to email us at finesthourspod at gmail.com. And that way we can talk about your heroes um, and share their amazing stories. And as well, rate us, give us five stars, leave a review, tell your friends about us. We may not be the best podcast, but we're funny. So (laughs) we do have that going for us. That's all we're trying to be. Hey, one of my friends told me, I recommended this podcast to someone and she said, oh, it's not like a podcast I listen to like at the gym it's like a podcast I listen to when I'm doing the dishes. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what we're going for. We want to inspire you and make you laugh while you're doing household chores or whatever it is you're doing. Well, that's going to do it for us this week, guys. But uh, we'll catch you in a couple of weeks with another amazing story. Adios. Do we want to do a German one or a Russian? Russian's hard. Russian's very hard. Hit us with some Russian. The Google is telling me it's crochet and it looks nothing like the way you would pronunciate it. (laughs) It looks like there was a horrible accident with your alphabet soup. (laughs) 